0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Welcome, Habayim, Welcome, everyone, to a special The Light and the Splendor event in honor of the Umtif of Hanukkah and in honor of the Sefer, the Light and the Splendor. Actually, now, ArtScroll is offering 20% off on all of uh, our humble Svarim. You could get The Light and the Splendor at ArtScroll.com. The Mystery and the Majesty, the Revealed and the Concealed on Purim, and the Darkness and the Dawn on the Three Weeks on tishbav They're all 20% off. Tonight's event is dedicated to the Yom Tif of Hanukkah in honor of the Sefer, the Light, and the Splendor. I want to thank the hosts of tonight's event, Chazak. I want to thank my dear friends, Rav Ilan Meirav, Rav Yaniv Meirav, Rav Rabbi for hosting tonight's event at Chazak. Whatever you can do to help at Chazak, especially in helping enroll public school children in yeshivas, now is the time of the year where the Yavanim they try to make us forget the Torah. They want it, And in our times as well, the forces of evil, the education system of the culture that we live in, is making great attempts. So whatever you could do to support Chazak and help them enroll these holy Nishamais into Yeshivais, It's hatzalas, nefashos. You're creating for loikeach, nefashos, chacham. So whatever you could do to help out Chazak, Tava Yalei Tonight's event is sponsored by Chickens for Shabbos. Go to the Yad Eliezer site and please click the icon for... Agunois, Almanois, Malamdim. Please help out those in Kla'l that need it most, those who are, we are most responsible for. Without the Malamdim, without the Rabbeim, for our children, then we don't have the next generation. So please, again, go to the Yad Eliezer site, please click the icon for Agunois, Almanois, and Malamdim. And you can have a chilek in supporting... Uh, those in Kalah Yisrael who need it most. All the money goes directly to help these families that are really dependent on it. So, at this special event, I want to discuss what is probably the most well-known question in the entire gamut of Jewish literature. This is the question that is attributed to the Beis Yosef. Actually, it actually was asked by Rishonim before the Beis Yosef. It's found in the Sefer Ha'Eshkol. And that is, why is Hanukkah celebrated for eight days? After all, the Gemara tells us that the Yivanim contaminated all the oil in the Heichal. And when the Hashman returned to the Beit HaMikdash, they searched for pure oil, and they found one flask of oil that had enough oil to last for one night, and miraculously it lasted for eight nights. So simple mathematics tells us that there were seven days of miracle, The miracle was needed for the oil to burn for an additional seven days. Why then do we celebrate Hanukkah for eight days when the miracle only continued for seven days? This is a question that scholars and students have pondered since the very inception of the Yom of Hanukkah. Why celebrate eight days when only seven days was miraculous? And many, many answers have been offered to this question. There's an amazing sefer called Nair Lamea that offers a hundred answers to this question and recently a sefer has been published with 500 answers to this question. One of the most well-known and widely used answers is, to my humble opinion, the most difficult. This answer is given by the Alter of Kelm and the Alter of Kelm in his Sefer Chochma Umusar and Siman Samachalev page Kuf Chav Ches to Kuf Chav Tes, he brings the following answer based on the story of the daughter of Rabbi Chanina ben Doisa. Rabbi Chanina ben Doisa was very poor, and his household had to subsist on very meager provisions. One Friday night after Shabbos had already entered, Rabbi Chanina noticed that his daughter was crying. He said, "My daughter, Farvos to, why are you crying?" And she said, Tata, Tata, I used vinegar in the Shabbos lecht. I used vinegar instead of oil. They're going to definitely go out very soon. They are not going to burn. They're not going to light. And Rabbi Hanino ben Doisa says, Don't worry, don't sweat it. He who said that oil should burn, he can also say vinegar should burn. Rabbi Hanino ben Doisa was uttering, the fundamental principle that the fact that olive oil burns and can be used as fuel is no less miraculous than a vinegar would burn. It's just we're accustomed to the fact that olive oil always burns and we're not accustomed to vinegar burning. So we call it nature and we take it for granted and we assume that that's what happens. But fundamentally, it is not any less miraculous for olive oil to burn than for vinegar to burn. Says the altar of "Come, since we have this great idea and great teaching that... Nature is at its root, just as miraculous as the supernatural. We have seven days of Hanukkah to celebrate the miraculous burning of the oil for an additional seven days. After all, there is only enough oil to last for one night. But we tack on an extra day. And that is to teach that even the first day was a miracle. The fact that oil burns, period, is miraculous. We're used to it, we're accustomed to it, we expect it, we take it for granted, but it is no less supernatural and miraculous. And therefore we have seven days to celebrate what we consider supernatural, and from there it's supposed to give us insight that even the fact that oil burned on the first day is likewise equally miraculous. Rav Moshe Feinstein, in the Darash Moshe Chelak Beis, Page Chaf also gives the same answer of the Altar of Kelm. And he uses this answer of the Altar of Kelm to answer a difficulty in the Al Hanism. If you look in the Al Hanisim, we talk about the military victory, no mention is made at all about the oil. Nowhere is it mentioned, that which the Gemara tells us, that they found only enough oil to last for one day, and it burned for eight days. The only thing we say in the al Anisim is, V'hidliku they lit candles, they lit lamps, says Rav Moshe, with the same approach to the altar of Kelm. The objective of the supernatural miracle of Hanukkah is to come to the recognition that that which we are accustomed to, and we call teva, is no less miraculous. So we say, neirois, to teach, to indicate that the lighting of aner is just as worthy of celebration. The fact that Hashem created a process, that the juice of an olive could burn and create fuel, provide fuel, that is equally wondrous and miraculous. So this idea that the supernatural is supposed to give us insight, that even nature is miraculous, it was really written and penned by the Ramban many centuries earlier. The Ramban writes, famously, at the end of Parshas B'ai, the Ramban writes his immortal words, U'men Hanisim HaGedoylem From the great and obvious miracles, Adam Moideh Banisim a person comes to recognize hidden miracles. Sheheim Yisoyed kula. They are the very foundation of the whole Torah. She'ein the chilek b'toiras Moishe Rabbeinu. For a person does not have a share in the Torah of Moishe. Ad shenamen, until we believe that bechol divareinu, that all of our matters, umikreinu and all of our happenings, shakulam nisim, they're all miraculous. Ein bohem teva, there's no nature, um ha'gay All the phenomena, all the processes that we're familiar with and we could name them, we could predict them, evaporation, respiration, digestion, circulation, the fact that we have a name for them and that we're accustomed to them does not make it any any less miraculous. So the purpose of the open miracle of the oil was to come to recognize and to teach that even the fact that oil burns, period, is a miracle. This deductive reasoning this inference, says of David Kohn, explains a, the phraseology in the pismine, Yevanim nikvitsu alai. He say, Yivanim nikvitsu alai, the Yivanim gathered upon me. Azai bimei chashmanim, in the times of the chashmanoim. Ufartsu chayim oysmigdalai, they breached the walls of my towers. The Timu chashmanim, they contaminated all the oil. But Umi Noisar Kan Kanim from the leftover jugs. Nasa Neisah Sheshan. A miracle occurred for Klal Yisrael called the Sheshanim. Bnei Bina, men of deep understanding of deduction. Yemei Shmoina eight days. Kavu Urananim. They enacted song and music and praise. Says of David Kon, Why do we refer to Klal on in the times of Hanukkah? as B'nei bina, men of understanding, men of deduction, men of inference, says of David Kain, because really Hanukkah should have been seven days. Like the Beis Yosef asks that the oil burning was only miraculous for seven days. But Klal Yisrael used deductive reasoning, davar davar, and they said, yes, it was supernatural that this oil, which did not have the requisite amount, still burned for an additional seven days. But from there, we need to come to realize that even Teva, what we call nature, what we label a name, what we could predict, that itself is miraculous. So, B'nai Bina, men of understanding, Yimei Shmaina, for eight days, Kavushiru Anonim. The reason why Hanukkah is eight days is because they utilized Bina, they utilized understanding, they utilized deduction. Now, I was always bothered by this approach of the altar of Kelm and Ramaisha. Certainly it is true. Certainly it is a fact. It is a tenet of Judaism. As Ramban says, that from open miracles we need to come to recognize and understand and appreciate that nature is also miraculous and therefore... Not only do we celebrate seven days of the miraculous burning of the fire, but we also celebrate the fact that fire burns, period. But what has this got to do with Hanukkah? I mean, this seems like a very um, underhanded answer to the question. Is this a very satisfying answer? I mean, we could, we could utilize this idea, idea and teaching really for any Yom Tif. What, is it, what does it have to do with Hanukkah? Why don't we have 8 days of Pesach? 7 days that the, the Jewish people who didn't have time to let their bread rise and they had what to eat. And an 8th day for the fact that Hashem gives food in general. Or we should have 9 days of Sukkot. We should have the first part of Sukkot to celebrate the miracle of Ananiah HaKavit. And then another day of Sukkot to celebrate that we have a house over our heads. Why don't we have an extra day to celebrate the splitting of the sea? We should have uh, one day uh, to celebrate the splitting of the sea and another day to celebrate the miracle of water in general. Yes, we understand the purpose of the open miracle is to recognize and to, to have emuna in the hidden miracle, in, in the concealed, in the, what, what, what we call tevah. But why now? Why do we davka appendage, and tack on an extra day of Chanukah to all of a sudden celebrate the idea of Teva being a miracle as well. But dear friends, herein lies the very secret of Hanukkah. A very basic element of the mystical dimensions of the Torah is that there are ten spheris, ten divine manifestations with which Hashem created and runs the world. The names of the Svirois are... Keser, Chachma, Bina, Chesed or Gedula, Gevura, Tiferes, Netzach, Hoid, Yesoid, Malchus. The Gemara in Chagig on Daf quotes Rav Zutra Bar who quotes Rav, who says... Hashem created the world with ten statements. The Masha understands that this is referring to the ten spherois with which Hashem created and runs the world. Now the subject of the ten spherois is the quintessential example of an esoteric teaching of the Torah that is misunderstood and is liable for Distortion. The most important thing we need to know is they they are not physical manifestations, heaven forbid, of God, but rather emanations or manifestations of the divine. Now, each sphere, each divine emanation, is associated with a particular yamtiv. Chanukah is associated with Hoid. Reb Chaim explains the midah of Hoid. Comes to fruition as and is expressed fully to its full capacity on the Yom Tif of Chanukah. Certainly, these are <clears throat> very deep concepts. Let's try to explain it and understand it in accordance with our capacity. Okay, before we do that, we're going to take a brief moment to remind everyone that this year is dedicated by the very worthy organization, Chickens for Shabbos, who are dedicated to feed our nation's neediest and those who we are responsible to help the most. Amanois, Agunois, families of malamdim, families who really need it most. And whether it's providing food or other needs of the family or tutoring or other basic necessities in order for the family to function and in order for the children to grow up happy and healthy. So if you want to make the children of Hashem happy, please go to the Yad Eliezer website, click the icon for Agunois, Amanis, Malamdim, and please help those in Kal Yisrael who need it most. And we wish all of your families only Bracha ve good health, and may Hashem provide you with all of your needs. Berevach. <clears throat> now, now that we learned that the Midah of Hoyd comes to fruition on Hanukkah, the Chidah teaches that this gives us additional insight as to why Hanukkah is eight days. After all, the spheroids are kesser, Chachma, Bina, Chesed, Gevura, Tiferes, Netzach, Hoyd. Hoyd is the eighth mida. So since Hoyd is the eighth mida, Chanukah, the day that Hoyd comes to fruition, is eight days long. Now, what exactly is Hoyd? In Lashanah Kodesh, there are two words that seem synonymous. These words are Hoyd and Hadar. For example, Hoyd the Hadar lefanav, Oiz the there are Achrayim who maintain that there are synonyms in Lashon Hakoidesh: near The Malbim, however, Rav Meir Yechiel ben Rav Meir ben Yechiel Mechel, the great Poysek, the Aratz Hachayim, the great commentator on the Tanakh the Beis Halevi writes that there are certain psukim and tanach that nobody was able to explain other than the Malbum, and the Malbum explained it, Baruch HaKodesh. One of the great principles of the Malbum is that there are no Shemois Nerdafim and lashan HaKodesh. There are no synonyms. Every word has a precise nuance of difference and meaning. Here's a prime example. It says the Malbim, Hoid and Hadar. And the Malbim writes this in many places. He writes this in the Sefer Hakarmel. The Malbim writes this in Parsha's Kadoishim Islam in Sefer Malachim, excuse me, in Sefer in Parsha's Pinchas, Parkhavzai and Ches. The Malbim says there is a fundamental difference between hoyd and Hadar. Hadar refers to external beauty, attractive appearance, shape, Hadar. An esrog is called pre hadar. It has shape, it has color, it has bumps. These are characteristic of external beauty. We say beroyv am with an abundance of people. Hadras melech, it brings beauty to the king. Hadar refers to external beauty. There are many people who, on the other hand, do not have objective beauty. Their outer appearance or presentation is not appealing, is not that pleasant, but they have an inner beauty to them. Perhaps because of their humility, or their wisdom, or their good character, it lends them an air of beauty. It's not external, but some kind of internal splendor that comes from their very essence. That is called hoid. Hoid is ziv panimi, Inner Splendor. <clears throat> now, Hoid and Hadar are not just concepts that refer to the physical universe, where Hadar is the external beauty of something and Hoyt is its internal splendor. But Hoid and H- Hadar are really two outlooks on life in general. The world can be seen in two lights. One could look at others, at events, and see the outside, the superficial way that it seems. One could look at another human being and judge them based on their objective appearance, their hygiene, their cleanliness, and the way they're formed, groomed. This was the worldview of the Yavanim. The Yavanim glorified the human body. Body building, body sculpting, muscle tone, They were the way that a person is judged. And they look therefore at the phenomena of the universe in the exact same way. The Yavanim believed that this world, what you see is what you get. What you could measure, what you could weigh, what you could study, what you could see, what you could computate, what you could calculate. That's the world. That's the externalities of the world. The Ramban writes in Torah Hashem Tamim on page 147, Muzzle the mouths of the wise men of nature who follow the ideology of the Greeks. They deny anything that cannot be experienced by the senses. However, this was not the approach of the Jewish people. The Jewish people look at the world and they say, just because somebody's appearance is not objectively appealing that doesn't diminish from the beauty the person has because we value the midos of the soul. What maybe you can't put your finger on. Humility, Yirashamayim, Wisdom, the soul qualities. The Jewish people judge another person not by their objective look, but by intangible qualities that another person may have. Their Midois hoyvayst, their good character, lends a certain aura an air of internal splendor that shines forth from the soul. But we don't only look at people in that vein. We look at events that transpire in the same vein. We don't just say, well, there's certain laws of politics or science, evaporation, condensation, precipitation. We don't say, well when there's enough moisture in the atmosphere so then the moisture condenses and when the wind blows, it blows the clouds on the dry land and that's when it rains. No, we believe that there's an inner splendor, an inner working to the universe. We believe that when a person arrives timely to tefillah and davens with Kavana and has the right thoughts when putting on talas and tefillin, that that affects the ecosystem, that affects... <clears throat> that affects the economy. So while Yavon believes the economy has hard, fast and set rules, we believe that there's an inner mechanics of, of the world. It's dependent on our deeds, on our actions, that the Yoban controls through the guise of nature, in a supernatural way, all the laws of the universe. We believe, as the Ramban says, We believe there's no such thing as nature. Nature is a facade. Nature is a veil. We don't believe that it automatically rains. We don't believe that there's certain patterns that just repeat themselves. No, we believe that even though we can't see it and we can't measure it and we can't calculate it and we can't computate it, Our tefillah controls the security of our people and the world. Our tefillahs control the economy. Our limonatoira controls our welfare. That's the hoid of the universe. The hoid of hashkacha is not teva. Teva is hadar, the external shell of this world. We believe in hoid, we're a people of hoid. We're a people who believe that there's an inner mystical quality in the way that the world runs through the of v'kadosh baruchu. <clears throat> the battle between Yavon and Yisrael is the battle between Hoid and Hadar, between Teva and Ness. And therefore the entire purpose of Hanukkah is through the open miracle to come to the realization that there is no Teva, that even the hidden miracles are miraculous. That's the whole purpose of Hanukkah. The whole function of Hanukkah is to debunk Yavon, who believes only in Hadar, we believe that through Hadar we have to come to Haid. We believe that through the open miracle, the entire purpose of open miracles is to come to the recognition of Me Yisha Amar L'Shemen V'Yidlaik Hu Marla Me'er L'chaimetz V'Yidlaik. The whole purpose of Hanukkah is that through the seven miraculous days, of the oil burning we come to the recognition that the fact that oil burns period is a miracle <sighs> The Vilna Gaon writes that the mida of Haida comes from the word Haida gratitude and in the context of what we are presenting, it is so illuminating. Often, a person is resistant to having gratitude to Hashem. What should I have gratitude to Hashem for? Because I make a parnasa. Of course, I make a parnasa. I went to school. I went to college. I got a degree. I worked hard. I schwitzed. I put in the work. So, of course, I make six figures. That's how the world works. When people work hard, when people study, when people learn a trade and then people roll up their sleeves and they go out to work and they work a long day, they make the money, they bring home the cash. I have to have gratitude? That's the way the world works. Why do I have to have gratitude that I have a family? I got married. That's what happens when you get married. You have children. And when you go to work, you, you buy a car and you have a house. That's the way the world works. In a world of superficiality, in a world where we just look at the externalities and we say, well, this is the world, the, way, the way the world works. In a world of Hadar, there's no gratitude. Ingratitude abounds. Because when a person looks at the world as everything is a natural process, then we have expectations. This is the way things ought to be. Then gratitude abounds. But we are not a nation of Hadar. We are a nation of Hoyd. We believe that just because I planted doesn't automatically mean something will grow. It's only because of the great kindness of the Creator and God of the universe that He, he has blessed me with crops. That's why I have the great bounty of a fruitful produce. Yes, I got married but who helped me find my wife. Yes, I got married, but it's only with great rachamei shamayim that Hashem in His infinite mercy has blessed me with children. Yes, I go to work, but many people go to work and it just doesn't materialize. So Hashem in His infinite kindness has bestowed me a livelihood. When we look at the world as hadar, teva, natural processes, this is the way the world operates, this is the way things go, then we're ungrateful, there's ingratitude. But somebody who lives in a world of hayd, where we don't look at the way things seem to be, but we recognize that there is an inner working of this universe, which is guided divinely by the hand of Hashem, who provides us in His kindness, in His mercy, in His rachamim. That's where hayda comes from. Of course hayda is an expression of the Mida of hayid, because in a world where we appreciate that we can't take anything for granted, even the fact that Shem Light's That's a miracle. Everything in my life is a miracle. It's a miracle that I have clothing. It's a miracle that I'm able to see. It's a miracle I could hear these words of Torah. It's a miracle that Hashem blessed me that I could understand beautiful Torah thoughts. It's a miracle I have a chair to sit on. It's a miracle that I have a family. It's a miracle that I have livelihood. From the sphera of Hoid emanates the great characteristic of Haidah, Chanukah is when the midah of Haid comes to fruition, and therefore Chanukah is designated la hoidais u halal. And therefore I thank all of you for giving me the opportunity to share with you some thoughts about the Sefer, the light and the splendor. And the reason why it's called the light and the splendor is, as we mentioned, <laughs> that the purpose of the seven miraculous days of Hanukkah is to appreciate the inner splendor of the miracle of Hanukkah and that is the miracle that oil can burn in general this is not tangential to Hanukkah this is the very essence of Hanukkah as the Ramban says this is the essence of all miracles <laughs> the whole purpose of Hanukkah is a benevina. vina with understanding and deductive reasoning, you may shemaina kavushir urananim. And therefore, I thank you for listening. Uh, to purchase this sefer, please go to artscroll.com, where this sefer, as well as the other svarim, the concealed and the revealed, on Purim, the mystery and the majesty on the Yam Naraim, the darkness and the dawn on the three weeks and Tishabav are all available twenty percent off. Also, there's a brand new sefer in Lashon Hakodesh on Sefer Shemais published by Alezayas. You could get it at our site RabbiDG.com. It's available with free shipping. It's over seven hundred pages of new ideas on Sefer Shemais. Beezus Hashem, I hope everybody enjoys. I want to thank Chazak for hosting. Tonight's pre chanukah Matsoy Shabbos event, <coughs> in honor of the new Sefer, I thank my dear friends, Rabbi Yaniv Meirav, Rabbi Ilan Meirav, Rabbi Abaf, for hosting and arranging tonight's event. And of course, for tonight's sponsors, Chickens for Shabbos. Please go to the Yad Eliezer site and click the icon for Malamdim. By the way, the Magan Avram brings down Minog Yisrael is to be Mafarnes, the Malamdim on Chanukah. So you could be Mekayim, a family in Klal Yisrael that are supporting and enhancing and enabling our families. Please go to the Yad Eliezer side, click the icon for Malamdim, Agunois, Amanois, May HaKadosh Baruch bless you and your family with good health. Parnasa Berevach. Nachas from your children. Vimalei Hashem, kol mishalos libchem Latoiva, Wishing everyone agutavach and bezus Hashem afrelech Khanaka. Thank you very much.